0: Hello and welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast, an expansive and soulful space for real talk on all things self and soul development, holistic wellness and healing, mindset and modern spirituality. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazzo, a holistic counsellor and an empowerment and mindfulness coach. I'm here to help you get to know yourself more deeply, move through mindset and energetic blocks and bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. This podcast is for the deep thinkers and soul searchers who are ready to break cycles, make positive changes and embody a happier, confident and more balanced state of being. Stick around for a no BS approach to self-development along with impactful, real and hilarious chats with amazing professionals and friends in the industry. Let's do this. legends and welcome to a new year of the Holistic Honey podcast. Happy 2023. How did we get here? (laughs) So this is my first episode for the year and as you can tell Jan was obviously a complete write-off so we are starting fresh in Feb and I really just wanted to make this episode a little bit of an update I guess with the new year and some themes that I'm starting to notice that I'm wanting to kind of highlight because it's a theme I guess within my own life that I've kind of picked up on, but also um, within my clients and what I'm seeing on social media. So, before we get into it, I wanted to just highlight um a little bit about my January. So. Me and my partner have moved into a new place. We have got such a beautiful space, fresh environment, new energy. It is fucking awesome. But can I just say for anyone who has moved in particular, moved from like an apartment to a house, we moved from a three bedroom apartment to a four bedroom house. Holy shit. (laughs) moving is so cooked like I firstly just was so overwhelmed by how much shit we had Um, but in saying that it was a really good opportunity to kind of cleanse and get rid of a whole bunch of stuff and declutter so really my January was kind of just focused on moving into the new place getting settled and also just like settling my nervous system I noticed that I had like a whole bunch of expectations of myself And I definitely underestimated what the move would be like. But I really did have a lot of expectations on when I was going to jump back into work, what I was going to launch, what I was going to talk about, what I should be doing in Jan. And I spoke on my stories about this the other day, um, and this kind of goes into what we're talking about. But I've noticed this theme where people are like, oh, my God, we're already in the second month of the year. Oh my God, how is it already Feb? And like, I totally agree. I'm kind of like, fuck, I just blinked and it's Feb. But there's this kind of thing around like, oh my God, now there's this rush to achieve everything we said we were going to do in Jan. And the fact of the matter is, is it's only Feb. (laughs) There's no deadline and there's no timeline when it comes to just the natural flow of life, and we can't force these things. Um, and I think I had this realization because, like I said, there was so many things I told myself I should do or should have done by January, and at the end of the day, it just wasn't realistic with my circumstances, and I really had to check in with myself and say, where does my energy need to be right now, and what do I actually have capacity for? So this is something I want you to really kind of anchor into the question of what do I actually have capacity for? Put aside the fact that you might have told yourself, right, on this day, I need to do this. I need to get this shit done. I've got a list of 15 things to do. Sometimes we just don't have capacity. So I wanted to highlight something that I spoke about Um I've actually got the date here. It is the 16th of Jan. I posted this (laughs) and I've got this because I'm actually going to read from a screenshot of something I posted on online and it was in the new year about something I like to call life audits. And it's a really beautiful way to kind of kind of look at like what you're bringing into the new year, what you want to leave behind and, you know, what we're wanting to kind of anchor into and work on. So Essentially, my life audits are kind of like having a look at different areas of my life and considering am I living in alignment with my values, my visions, my goals, and where could I actually be creating more time and space for peace, presence, passion, pleasure and joy. Now, I'm going to just say these words again, peace, presence, passion, pleasure and joy. I'm like highlighting the fuck out of this right now these words because i want you to think about when we are telling ourselves we have to do this we should do this this should have been done by now there's a really heavy kind of forceful energy around it and i notice that this is something i'm seeing now that everyone's like oh my god it's already feb we need to be doing this this kind of like hustle and grind thing so i realized i needed to really anchor into the peace presence passion pleasure and joy Even just with the moving, that's where my energy was required and I wanted to be as present as possible and really kind of feel into how exciting this new stage is because the old version of me would be really quick to just get it done, skip over it onto the next thing. So going back to the life audits, I tend to reflect on areas of life such as my values, thoughts and beliefs my spiritual development practices relationships and friendships career the relationship to my body the relationship to money and just my connection to my passions and pleasure so these are the areas that i do a life audit on and from what comes up i then consider and ask myself is this stuff adding value is this bringing me joy is this enhancing my energy And is this helping me grow and be the best version of myself? And I want to share with you guys, I think the biggest thing that came through for me during my life audit, (laughs) and I have to say this has come up a lot for me, and I felt called to share it because it is also a really, weirdly enough, a really common theme within my one-on-one client sessions. And it's just that perfectionism and that feeling rushed to always achieve and hit the milestones and do the things. So through my life audit, this was probably the biggest thing that I still caught myself in cycles of. And especially in the new year, there is just that added thing of like, okay, it's a new year. So now we need to have this new energy and get rid of all this old stuff. And like, I'm all for that, but it doesn't have to happen fucking straight away and right now. So I'm actually going to read this post. (laughs) I was like, I could talk about it, but then as I like screenshot it, I'm like, fuck, that's absolute fire. So I'm just going to read it to you. So this post was about, well, it was labeled, why are you in such a rush? So it starts with three questions. What do you feel rushed to achieve currently? What do you fear is the worst that could happen if you simply loosen the grip. Sorry, that's two questions, not three. So recently, a common theme within my one-on-one sessions has been clients feeling like they're in a rush. That is feeling rushed to reach life milestones, rushed to achieve personal and professional goals, rushed to heal and feel better, and rushed to get to the next stage of life. This can look like a multitude of things, such as always moving fast, always doing and keeping busy, being too future focused, spending too much time overthinking and just feeling downright frazzled, distracted and overwhelmed all the fucking time. And being in this cycle of rush can feel really relentless and disempowering and crippling. And in this cycle, it's important to note that the ego and the inner critic are at their loudest. Your resilience and your self-confidence are at an all-time low comparisons and fear of judgment is super high and your nervous system is just completely dysregulated and in complete overdrive. So I'm going to share, I guess, my story because what I wanted to highlight is that this doesn't have to be the norm and things can feel lighter. They can feel easier and more in flow and it doesn't always have to feel like you've got this race against the clock and time and you've got to like keep going and pushing. And you can learn how to understand and hold space and manage and master your thoughts and your emotions so you can actually embrace more presence and more fun and more pleasure and just the juiciness of life. Because when we start to just constantly feel rushed to achieve, it's not fucking fun. It's really resistant and really, really forceful. So I'm going to go into sharing the story that I shared on my social media. And I'm just going to read it because I feel like a lot of you can relate. And I had so many messages about people being like, holy fuck, I feel like you literally just like read my diary or something. Okay. So my story is for years, my biggest happiness and contentment cock block was me constantly feeling the need to control and micromanage myself and different aspects of my life, in particular relationships. And that need to control and micromanage the universe out of sheer uncertainty and fear of the unknown. I forced when I needed to flow. I fixated when I needed to trust. I resisted when I needed to surrender. Instead of opening up to the endless opportunities and possibilities from the universe and being effortlessly led by my inner knowing, instead I was crippled by the loud, judgmental inner voice that took up most of my brain space. What I logically knew to be inevitable parts of life, such as the ups and downs and the unexpected turns, the new ventures and the changes in direction, felt so ridiculously overwhelming and consuming and uncomfortable. So what I then highlighted is what I guess this looked like. So in this period when I was just so in my own head, so consumed The perfectionism was just taking over. I was constantly in a state of just always doing and keeping busy. Distracting myself by always spending time with others. Never really spending like any time alone. That was just something that felt really uncomfortable to me. Saying yes to everything, even if I knew I didn't have capacity for it. Leaking and giving away my energy like it was literally a fucking free for all self-sacrificing and self-sabotaging and just living completely in my head and just run by my inner critic. It was just running circles around me, which in turn blocked my intuition. And I realized that I just did not know how to simply sit with myself and my emotions and witness how I was actually feeling and understand what I needed. And I just couldn't simply be. (laughs) <laughs> and this is a massive thing that I hear a lot of people say when they, they reach out and they work with me is like, I want to be more present and I want to just enjoy the process and trust the process, but I fucking don't know how. <laughs> and I guess what I want to highlight is that for the majority of us, we've actually never been taught how. And I want you to sit with that for a second, because sometimes we have this like expectation of we should just know, or like, you know, how hard is it to just live present and just relax and chill out? We often aren't fucking taught. We're not, ter- we're not taught how to turn inwards and trust what our intuition is telling us and trust what our body is trying to communicate to us. So no fucking wonder. So the other part of my story that I shared um, is that things started to really completely change for me when I really kind of got to the point of reaching just complete burnout. And I've spoken about this before. The thing with burnout is we often just skip over the signs and the red flags that our mind and body are just waving at us. And usually there's the physical symptoms of burnout. And for me, it was just complete and utter exhaustion. I just isolated myself. I shut down. And I always say that discomfort is an invitation for change. And the uncomfortable and painful journey of me just kind of reaching the point of just shutting down and burning out is ultimately I guess what led me to another awakening journey and I was literally just on an IG live this morning and I was talking about we're talking about burnout and perfectionism and I spoke about how like us reaching the point of burnout is our mind and body's way of being like something needs to be done differently like what you're doing now isn't working something needs to change so I've always said that I see so much power in unfortunately sometimes when people do reach the point of burnout or rock bottom because it's like right okay surely there's only up from here like we've got to now actually look after ourselves and our body usually shuts down and we're forced to look after ourselves so I then shared in my story that I began really anchoring into different mindset, mindfulness and energetic practices, as well as routines and rituals that actually worked for me. So I started to really let go of that rigid idea that things needed to be a certain way and look a certain way. And I started to really just honor my own journey and the messiness of life (laughs) (laughs) and that's a really big thing that I'm just not seeing a lot of lately, um, is people just honoring the fact that life is fucking messy at times and healing is messing. It's not always fucking hot girl walks and I don't know, whatever. I don't have fucking TikTok, but I see some of this stuff all the time. It's not always about that. It can be really fucking dark and hard. Um, but yeah, when you start to give your energy to the to the present and the power of now you start to really I don't know it's just this thing of staying in your lane and being like people are on their own journey it doesn't have to look the same to everyone and I guess through starting to you know go through this awakening journey and let go of the idea that things needed to look a certain way Anchoring into this belief, I guess, helped me really start to notice my feelings and my thoughts and emotions without attachment and without making it mean anything. I see this a lot. We often attach so much meaning to a thought. Sometimes it's purely just a fucking thought, right? Anchoring into this also helped me focus on my one next step instead of the next fucking 27 steps. I used to always just like Even while I was completing a task, I would be thinking about all the other things that I still needed to do instead of actually just like giving my attention and energy to that thing. It also helped me develop self-soothing practices to bring me back into my body in the present moment when I was feeling anxious and overstimulated, Uh, looking back on the past only to see how far I've come instead of looking back and dwelling and beating myself up and not having compassion. It also helped me set goals and intentions for the future without getting caught up and completely overwhelmed. And it helped me also be led by my intuition, my innate inner wisdom and knowing and connecting with pleasure and passion, passion and fun instead of force and control. So really what I'm saying is Sometimes when we do reach the point of burnout, and I know a lot of people have reached out and spoke to me about similar journeys, that is when that awakening journey starts. And sometimes only then when we see the suffering that's caused by being so fucking hard on ourselves and really pushing and pushing and pushing. Only when you reach that point do you start to think, like, man, this just isn't fucking working for me. Like I need to start to be more kind to myself and I need to be more present. Otherwise Life is just one big, you know, clusterfuck of just trying to reach the next, the next milestone. And that's just not living, <laughs> in my opinion. So, yeah, that was the story that I shared on my Instagram. And I wanted to kind of bring this to my podcast because, again, we are only in the second month of the year. Um, and I am noticing this trend of we need to get shit done. We've got to, you know... Reach our goals, hit all those milestones, man. I am all for it, but we still need to know what what our capacity is, and we still need to hold space for where we're at. So, like I spoke about at the start in January, like there was a lot going on, not just like physically. Like, man, I was doing like twenty thousand steps a day, moving and unpacking and all of that. But what was important to me and an intention I set is for the month of January. Based on my circumstances, I just want to be present and I want to take all of this in because it's not every day that I reach this milestone. And I consciously had this like conversation with myself because usually my inner critic would be like, Yep, cool, amazing, cool. So you got that house that you really wanted. Um, what's the next thing? Okay, we need to focus on the next task. And I caught myself when I noticed myself kind of slipping into that and I had to be really, really present with myself and say, one step at a time. So what I want to highlight as well is, you know, I mentioned that I started to dive into different like mindset and energetic practices and finding routines and rituals that really worked for me. And what I want to highlight is this does not mean that I'm like 100% free from days where my inner critic doesn't completely take over and I don't feel overwhelmed and frazzled. But what I am saying is the moment you do start to dive into understanding yourself, tending to your inner landscape, understanding your patterns, your beliefs um, and your triggers, you're going to be able to better bring yourself back to what's important and plug back into your power and the present moment and not let the inner critic, the perfectionism, the negative moods and thoughts completely snowball into a fucking shit show. So I wanted to bring this to this podcast, and I think it's really fitting for the new year, like I said, because life audits can be a really, really cool tool to actually have a look at. Okay, obviously, I do want to make some changes in the new year, but in saying that once I have those goals and those intentions set, how can I be kind to myself so I'm not putting this unrealistic expectation on myself that I've got to get it done now, 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 now? So if you guys don't take anything else from this podcast, I want you to just remember to be kind to yourself, slow down <laughs> if you need to, um, and to remember that you do have time. Another thing I really want to highlight as well, and this was a huge realization for me through actually taking the time that I needed in Jan, is that my projects, my goals, my creations, come through and feel better and more aligned when I actually approach them from a state of being well-rested and when I actually honor what I need and I recharge so then I can show up and I've got clarity and I've got fresh energy. So if you are someone who is running a business or wanting to reach certain milestones or start to focus and prioritize on wellness and healing, remembering that like we need to honor what we have capacity for. So I want to go into, I guess, some ways to really bring yourself back to the present when you do notice that you're probably looking a little bit too far ahead or you notice the lack, you know, inner critical, inner perfectionist really running circles around you. So some of the first things I would say is really just stopping connecting to your breath and anchoring into some really grounding mantras so I remember when I would get to this a state of overwhelm I used to have to really stop I I remember being at work sometimes and I would take myself into a cubicle and have to actually like focus on my breath breathe and I would say mantras such as I'm exactly where I need to be in this moment I have everything I need um I allow allow myself to focus on completing one step at a time, one task at a time. Um, Who and where I am right now is more than enough. I'm where I need to be. I'm safe. Really grounding, nurturing words to just really circuit break the anxiety Another thing that you can try if you find yourself really kind of getting caught up in looking too far ahead, feeling rushed to achieve and all of that is, like I said, and I've actually probably said it a few times in this podcast already, asking yourself, checking in, what do I actually have capacity for right now? This is something I'm getting my clients to anchor into big time because a lot of my clients are absolute boss bitches um, with creative ideas and they want to get shit done. Um, But what they're needing to really focus on is the fact that it can't be done all at once and we don't always have capacity. So asking yourself, what do I actually have capacity for and what can my body handle right now? So we've spoken about this in um, some other episodes like As females, we might be in a certain phase of our cycle um, where we actually do need to slow the fuck down. Or in turn, there might be parts of our cycle that we can capitalize on because we have really creative, fun-loving energy and we can create and get shit done through, through that avenue. But asking yourself and being true to yourself and what you actually have capacity for is a huge one. And lastly, if you find yourself slipping into those stages of really looking far ahead and just feeling rushed to achieve, I want you to really reflect with celebration and with compassion on how far you actually have come. Sometimes we forget to do this and we forget that there's a version of ourselves six months ago, 12 months ago, six weeks ago, six fucking hours ago (laughs) that was dying to be where we are now and dying to be doing what we're doing now. We didn't maybe think it was possible um, or we were being impatient about getting there. So guess what? You're fucking there now. You're doing it. Um, And there is time. So really starting to highlight your milestones and celebrate that. And the energy of joy is something we don't connect with enough. And, you know, the example I used with moving into a house I have dreamed about that for so long and it was just something I was manifesting the fuck out of and it came and it was here. <laughs> and instead of brushing over it and being like, cool, OK, well, now we need to renovate this. So we've got to do that. Instead of doing that, I consciously tried to anchor in to joy, presence, excitement. I'm here. I'm doing this thing and I've come a long way. And guess what? Everything doesn't need to happen right now. So just to recap, if you're wanting to bring yourself back to the present, some tools to do that is focusing on your breath and anchoring into some mantras. So it could be things such as you are safe. You are exactly where you need to be. You are doing a good job. Asking yourself, what do I actually have capacity for right now? What can my body handle right now? And lastly, reflect with celebration and compassion on how far you actually have come and how much you are doing Take it easy, slow down, give yourself permission to not have to do it all at once and reach all of the milestones. If we brushed over, you know, the journey and got straight to the destination, like how fucking boring. (laughs) This is something I say to my clients a lot as well, like say they're wanting to manifest money. If I just dropped this amount of money and this amount of clients and this busyness in your business, for instance, into your lap right now, would you know what to do with it? Would you have learned what you learned along the way? Probably not. So really, really give yourself permission to live in the present and enjoy the process. So my reminder to you, beautiful community is you do have time. It is only the second month of the year. And there is time. I'm sending you so, so, so much love. And I'm so excited for what's in store for 2023 of the Holistic Honey podcast. I've got some absolute bangers coming up. Um, I've got some guest speakers that are lined up. um, And you guys are going to fucking love it. So, as I always say, if you enjoyed this episode, share with your friends like subscribe uh what was the other thing yeah five stars you know that whole thing anyway guys much love and be well hold on hold on not so fast you are not leaving me yet i have one more thing to share with you guys so if you are anything like me and you love a good back and forth voice messaging sesh you love to have a laugh you want to connect you want to have like those empowering inspiring messages sent to you you are going to love my new offering so i'm introducing a new way to stay connected and a new way to stay accountable and that is the voxer plugin support So for less than the cost of dinner and a night out, you have access to a holistic coach, yours truly, in your back pocket with Monday to Friday Voxer support. So this is a new way to connect. And this is really, to be honest with you, my lowest price point offer to date. But trust me when I say the energy and the commitment in this offering is high end. So this is a perfect option for you if you're wanting access to private guidance and support while you're on your self-development, growth and healing journey. You want both flexible and consistent contact when you need it. If you're wanting weekly inspiration and motivation, accountability, mentorship and of course holistic and intuitive healing and reflective tools such as some cheeky card reading, some visualizations and some journal prompts. You are going to fucking love this. If you are interested, this is a subscription-based service. So it is literally $80 per week, which is $320 per month, which is nothing. We connect. We vibe. You thrive. If you are interested, I'm leaving the link in the show notes. Can't wait to connect.